If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. Uh, So this week I opened the app and uh, changed my team. And how did it do? Better than last week. I mean, as it stands, there are games still to play. Uh, It's 59-55. And I have two Chelsea players, Thiago Silva and Mason Mount, still to play. So I need four points from two players in midweek. I mean, it's not beyond the realms that you win. Yes, we should be clear. I'm 59-55 ahead. Yes, you certainly are. Um, And, you know, things could be looking butters for me. Um, But on the other hand, you know, (laughs) one one Mason Mount goal and it's absolutely chong. So if if you're listening to this wondering what the hell is going on, mm. uh, John lost last week and the forfeit was that he had to speak in street slang for the entirety of this episode. And already, John, the yeah. real thrill is you've really delivered so far. It's great. Yeah, well, I hope the heads at home are enjoying it. You know, all the heads listening. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a hectic game week. Um, haven't seen much of my Gyaldem um, <laughs> as a result of trying to get my team right. Um, you know, I haven't had any time to jam. Um, but, I'm worried that you're you know, packing them all in early. You've got nowhere to go for the next three hours. Um, yeah, that's true. That That's possible. But, you know, I had uh, I had a big lentil doll to make sure I'm not Marvin. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just me and you. So there's no next man this week. <laughs> Oh, this is this is more fun than I'd ever imagined. You know, I, is I was. It? Oh, I was. I was safe, possessed safe. by such. <laughs> I think it's your voice as well makes it. It's almost like when you hear um, like posh rap or something like that. There's a novelty of these two cultures colliding. It's like mm. it's like Asian fusion food, but yeah. with the mouth with 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 the words that I can hear. Standard. Um... <laughs> I love the fact you prepped me. I don't know whether you've got a list in front of you or what, whether you've memorised. I almost don't want to... It's almost like I don't want to know how Darren Brand does it. I'm just enjoying the process. Uh, So, FPL aside, which is what we do here, um, how how are things in your yard? (laughs) You know what? I I grew up... I I don't want to um, play to the theme of... um, you know, my impoverished upbringing. But the area of Nottingham that I grew up in, <laughs> our back, um, when I went to secondary school, I realised that there were middle-class people, people I'd like gardens yeah. and stuff. And I remember a friend of mine came to stay and uh, 
our front door just opened out into the street and around the back we just had a yard like a concrete yard it was like coronation street there's sort of like tit high walls around the back so you could peek over without too much um tit high street slang or is that just a nottingham thing it was. I've just made it up, but I mean, they were the wall was basically up to your nipples, so you could easily just talk Did to you, your neighbour. You didn't have to. Would you find that elder, elderly neighbours had to have their fences lowered as as their tits drooped? Or <laughs> it wasn't an official measure. No, it wasn't. It, it's just um, it's just a kind of. I'm trying, higher, to get yeah. off, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get it off the ground as a as a as a, as a measurement tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember telling a lad. I said, oh, we don't have a garden, we've got a yard. And he said, well, you've only got three feet outside your house. <laughs> Actually, I, I laughed at, you know, the naivete of it. Mm. But I reckon it was about three feet. So when you ask me how it is in my yard, I'm taken back to those days of um, eating cornflakes on a piece of dry concrete. <laughs> <laughs> but we should also let people know, I, as we record this, I'm watching on my phone the Fulham Forest game. Fulham yes. actually top of the championship. and. Uh, Forrester beating them 1-0 at the moment, which is about 20 minutes in, which is a, a real thrill because as it's uh, as we record as well, Bournemouth are losing 2-0 to Swansea and then we've got to play Bournemouth. So Forrest are still in with a half-decent chance of getting automatic promotion, which is just an incredible thrill. Yes, in a week in which, you know, Leeds are back in the mire. Oh, mate. It could be that we go down and you come up. I mean, that just, that just can't be allowed to happen. I mean, for banter, obviously, that's funny, but it would be a real shame if we don't get a chance to watch our teams play each other in the Premier League. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That next season, you really want to see the beef tings. <laughs> well, I've never heard that one before. Uh, beef tings, it means to, you know, a, a conflict or a fight. To start, oh, start I guess, on. yeah. That's, that's what you want to see. You know, we want to see Leeds and uh, Nottingham Forest having the beef tings. This is so much fun to listen to. I mean, I, I almost feel like there's nowhere else for the show to go. I just want, I, I, I'm amazed at how many of these you've got. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll pepper them throughout the show. You know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want people to think I'm on Lucy. Hang on. Your wife's called Lucy, so I'm not sure if that's a thing. Uh, oh, no, no, not that, Lucy. Uh, uh, it's another name for acid or LSD. Oh, wow, is it? Yeah, but I don't want people to think I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on Lucy. I'm not even holding. <laughs> Have you ever done Lucy? You know, I've I've never done Lucy. Uh, I've never uh, I've never busted, um, which is to say done a line of cocaine, you know. I'd love to see you on Lucy. Would you? Absolutely, I bet you would. Yeah. Well, actually, more to the point, I think I'd be scared for you. I'd rather be inside your head when you're on Lucy. If I could see through your eyes while you run Lucy, that would amuse me. Yeah, well, do you know what? Similar to that, I had an experience this week where um, we took our daughter to an arcade and they both went on like this virtual reality ride where they're in like a car and I got to watch it on telly. And it's a very odd experience watching them sort of flip out and you're just watching quite a, a sort of boring uh, TV procession. But they were absolutely, <laughs> my daughter was absolutely screaming. With pleasure or fear? Oh, absolutely loving it. She went on three times oh, in a God. row. It sort of, you know, really makes you question quite what a tedious life she has outside of this game. The the, the colours and the excitement was so, so much for her that we had to let her go three times in a row. And where was this? At a fun fair or something? It was at um, it was at a shopping centre arcade. Oh wow! Yeah. So like, not not a particularly posh thing, just standard run of the mill. Oh yeah, just a normal arcade, not on our side of town. We went to the op block, 
Um, <laughs> she'll know is the uh, the enemy territory. Um, yeah. You know, she was making that much noise. I thought, you know, she's going to get bagged at some point if she's not careful. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd talk like this all the time. I wish the fourth could have been for you to do this for a year. Well, I, I might keep some of this terminology. You've you don't got know. to. You've got to. I just think this will be bringing so much joy to the public. It's a really interesting podcast, this one, because I am uh, sort of half listening to you, but Googling street terms to pepper in whenever I get the chance, like bells. Um, and <laughs> What's bells mean? Bullets. Um, pepper them in oh, like bells. Um, danger. You are half listening to me because you are watching uh, the Nottinghamshire Forests. In the box here. In the box. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's Sorry. amazing you don't get more commentary work. Manford's <laughs> <laughs> commentary for dogs. <laughs> That's a great idea. That you know the bit in Scrooge where they decide to put more animals in. Yes. To, okay, and, and I always just thought, I mean, that's a joke, but there's actually great logic there. They're at home all day. <laughs> but if your dog enjoyed a telly show, you'd put it on for your dog, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You punish your dog by not letting it. If it's going, oh, oh, Hollyoaks, oh, or whatever the hell they watch, I don't know. What do they watch these? It's probably a Netflix box there. Oh, Zark. <laughs> so what else have you done this week? Um, mainly been torturing my wife, Lucy, as opposed to LSD, by doing the voice of Eddie Marzen playing John Darwin from The Thief. Man. I just, I don't know why it really freaks her out. She doesn't see it. I mean, it's it's sort of portrayed as a sort of comic farce, isn't it? But she actually finds it quite upsetting to watch. So she's found it quite harrowing. Mm. So, of course, I've, I've capitalised on that by doing the voice whenever possible. So, like, if she says... Oh, I'm going to go to bed now. I say, okay, Anne. Well, I myself am not going to bed, but it's very important that you, if asked, notify the authorities that I have been staying in the Holiday Inn in Portsmouth. And I've just been doing that all week. Oh, she does not like it. That's a peach it. of an impression. Because you've nailed the voice, but also he he does talk in that very deliberate comedic way. I only watched about 20 minutes for last night. I was just giggling so much watching it. So tell me one thing, and, I, and I'm genuinely interested in your opinion here. Because I'm too mm-hmm. close to it. So I've found this a nauseating week, football-wise. Uh, watched oh, the Crystal Palace-Leeds game last night. Stone cold sober. Hated every oh. second of it. I mean, oh, just babes. a joyless watch. As a as a neutral, mm-hmm. what's the talk amongst... Because I only talk to Leeds fans. I make it a rule. Um, do, do people feel like Everton are going to go down? Give it to me straight. Because I look at it as a Leeds fan and I think we're getting sucked in here. You want to get sucked in? I'll tell you We're this. getting sucked in. I think people would find it way more entertaining if Everton went down. It's a bigger story if Everton go down, mm-hmm. and I think that attracts attention in a way that leads, obviously because you're not long gone up anyway. Like with Everton, they've never been relegated from the top flight. So I just think that, and also I think I think Lampard slightly annoys people. Yeah, well, he thinks he's the man, still, he? But he isn't. <laughs> people just want to see him get owned. I think what the neutral would want is Burnley to survive, Everton to go down. Yeah. I think, sadly, John, if I'm being brutally honest, there would be some neutrals because of uh, history that would want Leeds to go down. I would say younger neutrals would probably want Leeds to stay up. Yes, well, they see it as a sort of new novelty, I guess, don't they? They don't know the, um, the terrible rivalries past. of old, you know, mm. they just think. But I, I think, you know, maybe we have a neutral co- oh, neutral corner like in boxing. Ding, ding. Go to the neutral corner. And then I tell you, and, and you can tell me what the neutrals in the Premier League think, and I can tell you what the neutrals outside of the Premier League think. And then next year, we can swap. Yeah, we can talk about it. And we've had lots of, I mean, I will say this, 
shouting out for suggestions for what this show should be has really okay. uh, has really borne fruit. You know, there's something I think right. really in doing a podcast where you make minimal effort and then just ask the listeners to come up with better things. So we've had a, a, an email from Richard who says, Hi, mm-hmm. gents, really enjoy the podcast. I think the mix of 10% fantasy football and 90% nonsense is a winner. Um, a few thoughts for next season's podcast. Instead of a forfeit every week, I envisage a few mini battles throughout the season. For example, the person who loses more in weeks one to five does a forfeit, then start again weeks six to ten. Let's be honest, nice. you guys haven't done a lot of the forfeits anyway, so having a handful a season will be more doable. That's a good point. Maybe like a monthly forfeit or something like that. I, ju- I feel dread, man, because um, to be honest, and I don't know where Richard's ends are, <laughs> but uh, here's me, you know, I'm not just chirpsing with you now. I'm actually, I'm doing, I'm doing a forfeit right now. And I think it's banging. Right. He also says the overall winner should be based on points scored and not the head to head. Keeps it competitive to the end of the season. And then a mega forfeit for the loser. Okay. I'm interested in that. Uh, And finally, name for the Matt Steele's tips idea, Matt Latipsier. Lovely. Lovely. And obviously that opens up the possibility for those tips to be rooted in pseudoscience and hearsay. Yeah, yeah, I get, you get you. me. I get you. You're reading, aren't you? You know when you're on the phone to a mate and you can tell they're checking their emails. <laughs> oh, no, um, I'm checking whether the next email is worth reading. It's another forfeit because we do now need a forfeit for the upcoming week. Yes. Um, so um, Fergus says, I'm a Hearts fan from Edinburgh. Quality. After listening to the latest podcast, I came up with a potential forfeit for John and Matt, which could be to down a pint of chippy sauce. <laughs> Keep the good word. <laughs> not, not a fan? Well, you can't. A pint of that would make you so ill. You'd suffer almost immediate organ failure. I think um, we are. Yeah, a pint Vinegar. is too ill. A vinegar, basically. There, I don't know if you saw the story from Norway, uh, the Norwegian champions Bodo Glimt. No. Um, they sell a drink, which is um, sausage water, um, which Ooh. is a half... I mean, it sounds worse. And when you think well, that, I'm... I mean, Bovril's quite a big deal around here, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I like it, it yeah. Um, I've so, got to say, I'm John, the... when I first heard sausage water, I, my, it, my physical reaction was positive. Was it? Yeah, mm. I think it's. I mean, it sounds like an absolute pee take, doesn't it? It sounds like they're just boiling the hot dogs for the halftime hot dogs and then charging people to drink the slurry. But it's a while since we did a disgusting drink. Um, do you know? I shook up your vodka downstairs. I still haven't sent it. I'm seeing you in a couple <gasps> yes, of weeks. Aren't yes, I? yes, you can bring it, and I will I do a shot of it, it in the street here. like a Larry Yob. and a shot of it and then go i'm sorry i'm just joking as disgusted passers-by voice there well disgust um so how could we make a sort of disgusting sausage water do you think (laughs) um i think (laughs) well i guess we i guess what we do is you buy a tin of frankfurters you just get out of the bath Tip the brine into a glass and have a okay. swig of it. Well, obviously, I'm not going to do that on the grounds that I'm a better person than you. What's the vegan equivalent? Oh, no, but because it's not as disgusting, is it? The ve- oh, I guess. Oh, fruit water. No, 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 no. That weird water you get in a bag of tofu. Oh, no. Membrane. Right, then. It's seen in your membrane. <laughs> okay, so if, <laughs> if I lose this week, I have to drink the juice from a packet oh. of tofu. And if you lose, you have to drink the juice from a can of Frank... Furters. Yes, that's fine. I can add it to my weekly shop. Now, we have had an email from Ooh. 
Barry. Barry Abbott. Uh, not Barry Abbott. Okay. No, the Barry that we went to last week. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to let you read his email because his name was was part of the uh, uh, fracar last week. So okay. if you go to uh, Barry Lochran, that's him. Uh, okay. Oh my God! He said Matt played a blinder. My name is mm. pronounced Lochran, not Lof or Laug. Much to the dismay of my wife, now a Lochran, no one gets that right. So fair play to Matt. I am from the north. However, I'm from the northwest, but now live in North Wales. Well, the northwest is part of the north, isn't it? No mention on job, but I'll leave it to you. His reference to Barry Island. I actually went to Barry Island in 2008 with a hundred other Barrys when Radio One ran a Barryoke event. Wow. He says, could we, and I mean you, put on an event of a season, bring on a Barry event in Barry Island where we invite podcast fans to attend if they either bring a Barry or themselves are called Barry. There's also a brewery in Barry Island. Banging beers from Barry, <laughs> Barry Bados, VOG Brewery. Oh, I nailed that. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Are you pleased with yourself? Yes, I am. I mean, you know what? I could feel that the um, the spirits were strong that night. I, I, I sensed that I was onto something. I think your your general descriptions of people have been quite good. You know, sometimes on this podcast, obviously, you come across as a real chief. Um, people think you're dizzy. Um, but actually, every now and again, you uh, you get one right, don't you? Yes. Um, I, I think there is a logic. I think you can sort of sense stuff from names. I think you can. I think if I heard the name John Richardson, I'd imagine someone like you. Well, now that's a fascinating thing you say there because it's also my dad's name, and me and my dad are very different. So, are you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Fine. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. Um, punitive. How about a new feature, Christian Pulisicki? Uh, real reasons or not why sports stars have missed a game or event. Think Canizares and the aftershave bottle. Oh, that's good. So it's like a um, quiz. It's certainly a good thing to ask for, reasons why uh, people have not attended events. I bet you've done that on your professional gig, haven't you? I can, I, I, as soon as I said that, I heard it in your voice. So today we are talking about <laughs> why you've missed a big event. This is Blur. Firstly, I never announce songs on Absolute Radio. Secondly, do you think I've got a radio voice or do I talk in my Yeah, you have. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got a radio voice, mate. But you have to, don't you, if you're on the radio? You can't just go. Well, oh, that's why they call yeah. it a radio voice. Yeah, you can't just go. Oh, yeah. Here's some songs and what's going on? Text me. Yeah, you haven't turned. You haven't turned up just a cotch, have you? <laughs> you know, you're on a link with the listeners, then uh, you've got to give it someone. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to suggest. I think I like the forfeit of talking in different styles or um, accents. So maybe okay. that's a recurring forfeit. Maybe uh, every so often. You know, every three weeks, every yeah. four weeks, whatever, every quarter, for being business about it, um, then the the loser has to do a different accent or, or style. Because I think that's really, I, it's just really um, entertaining me, John. I, I feel like I've found a, a new author that I like. Mike. Oh yeah. Says hi, gents. Looking at features, surely the partner of Mo Salad Cream is the always fresh Sadio Mayonnaise. Oh, um, <laughs> no. that sounds more disgusting, doesn't it? I think it's maybe the way I said it. Idea for a new feature. How about listeners provide themes for an 11 and you guys improvise a team sheet? We do love improv, right? Oh, we love improv. 
Oh, always improv in aren't but we? We're proper improv. Uh, that would be cheat improv, wasn't it? That would be chimprov. <laughs> Idea for a forfeit for John doing a show, a Vinny special with John doing the voice. Ooh, see, that's nice. That we can put that into the accent suggestion box file because then that would fall under that category. So, so me and the listeners are in sync here. And I dare say mm. you are as well. I feel like we're all harmonising on what we really want out of this show. Um, I'm not going to say it's a discussion because I always think that sounds patronising. You know, this show is yeah. about you guys. You know, I always hate that. I hate. I tell you what, I really hate. You go and watch a oh, show. Comes. Audience interaction at a live event. I'm like, don't you? Even as a kid, you know, you went to the panto and they go. Uh, are you ready? And they go, yeah. And you go, I can't hear yeah. you. I just thought, you, of course you can hear me. Yeah, of course can you can. Off. I've never seen that <sighs> done, no matter how loud you shout, where they don't say you can do better than that. Oh. I think that, that's an instant red flag for me. Also, don't slag me said, off. I'm I said, are you guys all right? Oh. Yeah, I'm fine. I thought you were going to do it. I thought that was a point. I thought that's why I paid twenty three fifty plus booking fee. You know, I got hauled up on stage in Tenerife a few years ago. My guy doing a Michael Jackson tribute act. <laughs> oh man! I mean, n- none of this is things I knew. I didn't even know you'd been to Tenerife, let alone that you'd been there and gone to watch a Michael Jackson tribute and then become part of the show. Yeah. Do tell. I went to Tenerife just before COVID hit. We went for a few nights. I think we went for about a week. Anyway, one night we go and watch the live entertainment. I think the thing we wanted to watch was on afterwards, but this guy's on first. And, oh, my God. So, firstly, if you did a Michael Jackson tribute, right, just do the songs, mate. Do the songs and dance. This guy had invented this show where he was, like, cleaning the stage and then he becomes possessed by the spirit of Jackson, like the mask. And it's kind of got a narrative. It's like, mate, you're an all-inclusive. Just bang these songs out. You're a good dancer. That's all we want. Anyway, he comes straight over. Now, obviously, as a performer... I don't want to be a bad audience member. So I'm like, no, 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 no. And then I'm like, oh, so I have to get up. And I just, I don't find it funny getting dads up out of the, even though I'm not a dad, but you know what I mean? Oh, look, he, he's trying to moonwalk and he can't moonwalk. Oh God, mate. Ugh. Anyway, I end up having to like moonwalk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in like Bermuda shorts, a, a shark shirt and flip flops. That keep coming off. Of course you are. Of course you are. I hated every second of it. I resented that man. But I, I, I just thought, I felt like saying to him, mate, don't. I'm a performer. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a club. I will destroy you. No, no, mate, don't. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a comedian and podcaster. Not me. Not me. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm on the inside. But yeah. His pleading eyes. I just thought, oh man, there's nothing worse when you're a comedian and. I only ever do crowd work if people shout out. It's nothing worse. Someone shouts out and you go, what was that? And then they go quiet. You're like, what's yeah. the point, you dick? <laughs> so I, did, I, I was torn. I yes, I can't. Said, micro- I might not be able to moonwalk, but you give me that microphone and I will do Billy Jean in the voice of George Galloway. <laughs> and you'll be sorry you dragged me up here, my friend. Let me tell you the misinformation that Billy Jean is my lover must be refuted and rebutted in the highest court in the land. Be quite fun to do that. Actually, do um, well-known pop songs, but it, as other celebrities, I mean, what? Who? What am I talking about? It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, terrible, terrible. And I, I it's not the improv that. we're looking for. No. The improv we're looking for is animal weapon location. Ooh. Lewis says, like John, short and sweet. Mouse, 
pepper spray to lose. <laughs> oh, Mademoiselle, it's a mouse. And it, <laughs> and it has the pepper spray. Psh, psh. Hey, second blow! My eyes! My eyes! What sort of mouse is this? There you go. That was Mouse with Pepper Spray in Toulouse. Very good. Uh, it was really more of a journey through how much of your GCSE French you can remember. Yep. Uh, so Sacrible is still knocking around in there. Good to see. Uh, Mademoiselle, very good. Can't remember the French for my eyes. Mon pipers. So <laughs> <laughs> you're taking a look at my GCSE French. You're giving me no yeah. compliments on my A-level mouse. Yeah, oh, the mouse was degree level. I mean, that was that was really good. You know, I, I find um, that, you know, if I find myself in woodland or parkland and there are um, vermin nearby, if I do that, squirrels will stop and, and look at me. I think I, I, I nearly speak got your language, um, mate. One of Elsie's favourite memories is we were walking through London and uh, a squirrel, I mean, properly fronted up to me. Oh. I was sort of, I, don't, I, I try not to make her scared of the things I'm scared of. So I, I act the big man when we're <laughs> out. But this squirrel <laughs> ran up to me and I was giving it, all right, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, sausage. And then it got very close. And I was like, all right. Back off. Just you don't need to come any cl- I don't have any nuts. <laughs> and then I had to leg it along the river. It was um, humiliating. Elsie absolutely loved it. Remain if you ask her for a top three memories of all time, well up there will be the time that Daddy soiled himself because a squirrel came too close to him. <laughs> Do you know I haven't had a drink for a week? Oh wow. And how are you feeling? Absolutely terrible. I mean I'm furious. I've had a headache all day today. It's not fair. I sort of imagine if you don't drink, you just become invincible and everything feels good and colours are brighter. And I've been in a bad mood. I've been thinking about alcohol a lot and I have a headache and that can sod off. It's not fair. Yes, but with this stuff, it takes a while. So that may be with the withdrawal and obviously other factors are affecting your body. Humidity, amount of sleep, pressure, stress and the rest of your diet. But you know that feeling you have, where I don't know if you have this, but if I drink, I tend to have a terrible night's sleep. I'll always wake up at four or three in the morning. Yeah. Without a clue where I am. Like I've been, <laughs> like, I feel like, I feel like Bin Laden must have felt when he had his combat raid. It was like, <laughs> ah! And you're like, oh, I just, oh, what? It's like, it's such a mad feeling that when you drink and then you wake up at four and you're like, I literally have no idea what time of day it is, where I am, what year it is. You could tell me, you know, the first, I'd be terribly gullible at that point, you know. If someone just burst in and said, it's Christmas Day, 1973, and you're an 80-year-old woman, I'd be like, where's my husband? I'd immediately, I'd immediately just fall in line with whatever I was told. Oh, I would love to see that happen. I would love to. You know, Michael McIntyre does that feature on his show where he bursts in on people in the middle of the night. No. <laughs> it would be, would be unbroadcastable. Oh, my God. You would start by shitting the bed. Oh, my God. He's sh- he sh- <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> there is poo everywhere. Um. I don't think Bin Laden was found with his laptop on his naked <laughs> chest watching highlights of both Tony Blair and Paul Gascoigne. Fair I think that is that's that's unique to you. 
Yeah, but I, I often wake up face down as well when I've had a drink. So it's like I've been shot. Is that your? That's your girlfriend though, spinning you over though, isn't it? Trying is. to push you on your. Oh, the noise that comes out of you at the best of times. Yeah, is unpleasant. Let's be honest. Imagine when you're leathered. You, you know, if you're lying, if you're pushing me from lying on my back to lying on my front, you are closing one hole. <laughs> you are very much opening another. <laughs> <laughs> that is like it's like one of those little marble games where you're like you got you know those ones where you gotta get like the marble in the, the hole. Marble rock. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh So now you mentioned him earlier, Barry Abbott, nothing from him. Oh, but Barry. one before we conclude, because we do have to go and I've gotta say before we leave, it's been absolute jokes this week. Um, <laughs> I had a tweet from Ian. Wilson saying, I absolutely must ask you to ask Matt Ford what his first music gig was. You'll be eternally glad you oh, asked. Oh, what a little swine. There's a clue in the question, John. Oh, lovely. So, um, eternal. Yeah, I, 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 I talked about this on, uh, on a podcast called Quickly Kevin uh, that our friend Josh yeah. does with our friend Chris and our friend Michael. Yeah. We recorded it ages ago. And um, the first gig I went to was Eternal at the Royal Concert Hall in Nottingham on the Power of a Woman tour. <laughs> you know, suddenly when you look back, you're like, I had posters of them on my wall of them in like, lingerie and stuff, but there was nothing sexual about it at all. They were just pop stars that I liked. I mean, it's mad. Uh, and I wasn't in, I didn't have any, you know, it was like just forest posters. And then I got into Eternal. And um, it was a great gig. It was the first tour after Louise had left. I mean, I still think their debut album, Always and Forever, is one of the great debut albums. I just love their songs. And that gig was fantastic. I remember just being up on my feet, waving at them. You know, just the innocent. When you're a child. So how old are you? What now or then? There when you when you went to this gig? Oh, secondary school. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the episode where I told you how many times I went to see Titanic at the cinema and listen back to whether you were nice to me or not because I think those are the same thing. I think there's no difference between your first gig being eternal and going to watch Titanic five times at the cinema. John, from memory, I'd have backed you up. Maybe the yeah. amount of time... Well, I loved the film Titanic. I wept. I got it on video that Christmas. So if I'd have mocked it, it would have only been for the frequency of the visit. If forests go up and leads go down, that will be like that bit at the end of Titanic where I'll be Kate Winslet. I'll be Rose floating on that bit of debris. And yeah, you'll be and I'll be Leo. And you'll be saying to me, you'll die an old lady warm in your bed. And I'll be going, John, John. Well, you probably wouldn't. You go, you die an horrible fat bastard in about three years. <laughs> Don't you let me fucking sink a lot every day, you miserable life. I'd say, I hope they find you on this door. I know they drag you to safety on the boat and it fucking crashes as it reaches the harbour. And, and <laughs> there I... was room for both of us on that. If you just shifted <laughs> over, you shit out. Yeah, and then I just go, then I can't let you go. <laughs> and then so, someone else would go, what happened there? And go, oh, I was dead already. He was, he, oh, I'm dead sad. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you got up your sleeve for this game week? Let's not just talk about you reveling in watching me float dead to the sea bottom. There are no double game weeks mm. next week. Okay. Um, some what I call sort of cancel out games. You, you want a Goliath against a minnow, don't you? Yeah. And you've got Liverpool away at Newcastle, which a few weeks ago would have all said is a good game, but now Newcastle 
I mean, staggeringly up to mid-table with their ill-gotten gains. Uh, and you've got Chelsea away at Everton, which looks like a good fixture. And as a Leeds fan, I would certainly hope that they get absolutely annihilated. West Ham and Arsenal, Spurs and Leicester. What are you thinking? You've got big teams still with big games to play. That's true. You know, Man City, I thought about bringing it on. This is just shoulda, woulda, coulda, as you know. Are the is last that street words slang? Or do you, was it you genuinely? Uh, I think it probably is both. I hope it is. I hope it's uh, passed on. But I looked at uh, Gabriel Jesus this week and I couldn't bring in a striker. I had to bring in a midfielder. So um, that's why I went with Mason Mount. But that really mm. was a bad decision. 21 points. Got it. Well, I might. Um, I think I'm going to look at some. See me and you. Look at some Burnley. Yeah. Look at some Burnley players. Now they're doing well. That feels like that could be a good area to buy. Um, also, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Reminds me of a period in music that I've been really thinking about a lot this week. I've been listening to a playlist this week. It's called "I Miss UK Garage," <laughs> and <laughs> oh man, just to get a bit of peace. You know what I love? As the seasons change, you know, I have a, I have a Christmas playlist when it gets towards Christmas. I like to have that light. Um, poppy, dancey music. So I've been listening to Transnation, but that's a bit more like midnight music, isn't it? But during the day mm. when I'm on my way to things, I like to listen to, you know, for instance, stuff like Groovejet, Spiller, and those ATB, you know, the songs that were around when we first, you know, those first summers when you can go out and stuff like that, the songs that were around then. Man, the I Miss UK Garage playlist, some of the songs on here, Crazy Love by MJ Cole, Crazy Love, but bep, bep, bep. Got to get through this. Daniel Bedingfield, <laughs> various songs by Artful Dodger. I mean, Moving Too Fast by Artful Dodger, I think is one of the best singles of all time. I think it's a perfect piece of music. Great vocals. Oh, man. Loads of stuff by the streets. 21 Seconds by So Solid Crew. Tap, tap, tap. Man. This is a playlist. I've been sending it to people going, why isn't everyone listening to the I Miss UK Garage playlist? It's a good question. Um, for myself, uh, I, I guess I've just had other stuff on. Um, no question in my mind that Miss UK Garage was a uh, something that Safe Style UK did in the nineties as a promotion. <laughs> that's really now, that's really good improv. Improv Safe Style UK nineties garage based improv. They were the uh, you buy the front door, you get the back door free. I said you buy one, you get one free. You get the front windows, you get the back one free. That was that. Yeah, it? and then they. Yeah, they sort of various people, but exactly the same voice. Yes, it was Reg Holdsworth from Coronation Street. Reg Holdsworth, yeah. And then it was some mad Um, guy who looked like a wrestler who was bald, but with long hair down the back in a really weird, almost medieval... Yeah. Yeah. I said, you buy one, you get one free. I said, you buy one, you get one free. I was going to tell you about the time I had a back door fitted by Safe Style UK then, but uh, it's so boring. Even I've edited from my own mind. And um, did you get the front door or any other stuff free? No, I didn't get anything free, but it was a very competitive price on the back door. But they... <laughs> was this in Swindon? <laughs> um, I think it was in Swindon, yeah. Um, they kept in touch in a way that even a jilted lover would have had more dignity than that. But is that I because mean, you were they... getting famous at the time? No, it was they on a weekly weekly basis to see if I was happy with my back door and if I needed anything else. (laughs) 
Do you oh, think, mate, come on. You've been done by a young lad who works in the sales office who, like, takes great pleasure in emailing other people going, how's your back door? Yeah. As if it's yeah, possibly. You know, as if it's yeah. Oh, they've just put my number on the wall. Ring this guy <laughs> and ask him how his back door is. How's your back passage, mate? Do you need your back passage clearing? Or a load of, like, yeah, cocky teenage lads all crowded around the speakerphone. That would have been around the time I developed the hemorrhoid as well. So perhaps, um, perhaps subconsciously, um, that's what that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to sort of coax out the hemorrhoid by frequently asking how my back door was. Uh, you do wonder if people who work for Safestar UK have a similar thing, and then whether if they develop anything around the front for free. <laughs> Like, I don't know, spots or something, or like nipple problems. So that listeners can fully enjoy the potential demise of Nottingham Forest and the form they're in, I don't think you are going to lose. But what is the current score? At the moment, it is still Fulham nil. Nottingham Forest won, and there are 58 minutes played. So good, over half an hour left in this fixture, John. And Swansea still beating Bournemouth 2-0. What can I just say, even though you fantasised earlier about pushing me off a raft and watching me drown... I wish you and your football team all the best. Um, I wish everyone all the best. It's time for me to skeet now. Um, uh, I don't want listeners to feel like they've been zanged, but I've done my best this week. I hope we've had bare jokes. Uh, That's all we've got time for this week. Next podcast will be out after the conclusion of game week 35. Barry's, remember to get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. And let us know if there's any news stories you want us to cover, but also just your feedback in general. Hello at cpfpl.com. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Forfeit ideas, always welcome. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and remember to leave a review. Even though everyone's saying, oh, I'm only reviewing this because they told me to, that's fine. I mean... If you would like to say something nice, we would like to read that a little bit more. And remember, give us a five-year. Play the game, folks. And if you want to, there's only a few weeks left this season. Send me directly at Matt Ford your hot tips. Mm. Bye. 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 